I'm Jackie Robertson. And I'm Joy Barnes. And we, we are Between, Between the Jays. Well, the fall season is here. It is here. It is in full swing with so many activities. Mm-hmm. We've had homecoming for noon in high school this week. Yeah, the that parade. parade was just fat. I mean, it's just always, I don't know, I love seeing the movement of the city always, but a lot of people just come back just to see the parade and I guess relive their high school days. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, and there was a lot of uh, a lot of things happening yesterday between yeah. the parade and the pep rally and the dance. Yeah, so I was, was on day. the I was on the golf cart and I had was coming in by the park and mm-hmm. some of the girls that were on the homecoming court with the high heels on that were their feet were killing them. I gave them rides back to their car. <laughs> I am sure that they appreciated yes, that. Yes, and I can relate to your feet hurting with heels, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, now that we are have homecoming behind us, almost, um, there's other great events that are coming up in October. One of those is the Spirits and Spice, which is going to be October 22nd. That's the chili cook-off that I'm debating on whether or not I want to do five. To do, well, five gallons of chili is a lot of chili to cook. But I Yes, might. but I'm you proof. have some really good chili. Yeah. So Speaking from experience of sampling your chili. Yeah. So I'll get that figured out. You got you got to think about that. Um, and then we also have right after that in downtown Noonan, they're going to be doing the boutique crawl. So you don't want to miss so that on the twenty eighth. It's a lot of women on the square, just eating and drinking and shopping. <laughs> so you might as well get your holiday shopping started early. Yes, yes, yes. which is a good thing. And then we will be out doing candy for Munchkin Masquerade on the 31st. Yeah, we're going to be in front of Noonan Computers, and we're going to come up with a theme, and we're going to have a little tent, and it's going to be fun. And we might be in costume, too. We'll probably be in costume. 3,000 kids is what we have to prepare for, so. It's fun. It is fun. Seeing all the kids dressed up. It's a lot of fun. Yep. And then looking toward November, of course, we've got the Veterans Day, um, event that will be on november 11th in the park yes in veterans park so and then our next podcast we'll start talking about december because it'll be the christmas season i guess we need to to believe in it (laughs) i was like i don't well we don't want to miss november though no miss november not at all so one of the questions that you and i both get asked so much is what is going on with the real estate market right now because it is really interesting times yeah and you know i think a lot of people they just they expect you to say it's horrible the rates are up nobody's buying but that is so not the case so i tell everyone that markets are local so if you're watching national news Mm -hmm. turn it off (laughs) because it's it's, you know it's false information a lot of times well and it's a lot of clickbait too Mm -hmm. out there they just want you to click on the story yeah i mean we are seeing longer days on market Mm -hmm. It is um, interesting, too, that the, the fundamentals that we know that you have to price the house correctly, that you have to sellers need to go ahead and do their due diligence and, and stage in some cases, make sure the house is show ready. Mm-hmm. I mean, those things still apply in right. our market right now. <clears throat> well, and, you know, we still have a lot of cash buyers and it's like and we're going to talk about the same, but a lot of people are retiring here. Because we're so close to the airport, and when you get retired age people, mm-hmm. a lot of them are cash buyers. Yes. So. Well, and like we've talked before, we have a lot of people that come here to live closer to children who have adult children and mm-hmm. grandchildren that have moved here, too. Yep, they move here for their grandchildren. And with that being said, we have a special guest today. 
Michael Fouts. He's the county, Coweta County Administrator, right? That's correct. Okay, and we're just going to talk about some of the subjects that we hear people um, ask questions. I don't want to say complain. <laughs> but inquire. we're going to talk about people inquire yeah. about. Questions yeah. sound nicer. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's so much um, growth here, and I know it's being monitored on a regular basis. And what is your biggest challenge as the county to county administrator and some of the things that you deal with daily? We'll start with a loaded question. <laughs> <laughs> biggest challenge. So you're right. I mean, we've seen a lot of growth. Um, actually, earlier this week, I celebrated my 17th year with the county. So I started wow. in 2005, mm -hmm. and um, it's been a great 17 years, but a lot of change and a lot of growth. Um, obviously, I think that the, the nature of growth, I mean, there's pros and cons to that. But keeping up with service delivery is probably the biggest thing, and, and trying to do that in a cost-effective way. Um, you know, everything from public safety services to transportation, um, you know, there's a lot of facets to that. So that's the number one thing. And then right now in the market we're in is keeping talent. You know, we've, mm -hmm. we've got great workforce, incredible workforce that I would compare against any county in Georgia, but it is very competitive now. And so mm -hmm. keeping those people has been difficult. So for people that don't really understand how city and county government works, can you kind of explain that and how the how they work together hopefully sure yeah so so obviously every county 159 counties in georgia and of course in coweta the county seat is the city of noonan uh, and we so we have a total of nine municipalities uh, the newest of which is the city of uh, chattahoochee hills that came into the county a number of years ago um, <clears throat> and within each jurisdiction we have you know ordinances and regulations that apply to different to those jurisdictions we all follow state law but we have those ordinances and regulations that are different so when it comes to development you know houses uh, commercial buildings they may look different but in general I, I would say we work well together um, you know obviously politics are politics but we have a great working relationship with all of our cities uh, we partner from regular projects to just events and things uh, I think that is probably one of the things that makes Coweta unique I think that's what makes people want to come here. Um, you know, from Noonan now, you can live downtown in a townhome, or you can live out in the county on a 100-acre horse farm and still feel connected to, to one place. As people say, it still feels like a small community. Um, but I think we work well together. Um, obviously, we have some challenges from time to time, but that's just business. Mm, yeah, um, that's just part of it. But each jurisdiction mm -hmm. does have their own elected officials, and sometimes that's where a lot of the question comes in mm -hmm. for us is, you know, they may live in the city and say, well, do I call the city or the county? Mm -hmm. Well, it depends on the situation. Um, I would say that's probably the most common for District 5, which is where the city of Noonan is. Uh, you know, Commissioner Smith may get a call, but it may be really mm -hmm. a matter that the city of Noonan uh, elected officials need to resolve. Not Yeah, I think for me, I guess for years and still until I started Get jumping in and planning events and trying to figure out what things look like and I just never really thought about it till several you know a few years ago that the county actually owns the courthouse because if you do an event you have to contact both the county and the city to get both of them approved yeah it's a strange yeah. uh, setup for sure but mm -hmm. yeah the historic courthouse so we own uh, there, there's kind of a, a physical delineation you can see mm -hmm. uh, where the sidewalk ends from the county's perspective and the rest of it's the city so but we work well together on those. Yeah, I, w I went into the courthouse recently because I was going to go up to the second floor because I always love just 
and there was all the security and you can't go up there and I was like oh when did that but you know you get used to it being one way and you guys need the office space obviously so you have to kind of shut down some of the other parts of it and yeah there's been a lot of <clears throat> with the Coweta County I guess visitors information department is right. part of what you guys do and y'all were moving into another location is my understanding yeah so a couple of years ago well back to the historic courthouse there was a lot of planning that went on with that mm -hmm. renovation <clears throat> excuse me and uh obviously probate court was a main function for that as well as the, the visitor center but uh, a couple of years ago the city of noonan in coweta county established a new uh, destination marketing organization which is titled explore noonan coweta mm -hmm. and so that is the new tourism a visitor arm uh, for the county and so they have recently located to the old Noonan Savings Bank mm -hmm. uh, so that's their new home for now that they're, they're leasing and shared with the development authority uh, so they're getting ready I believe to, to open up maybe first part of the year for a mm -hmm. new visitor center but the uh, court functions has grown between firearms licensing and you know all the vital records and that sort of thing so we did need the space mm -hmm. so, so <clears throat> What percentage of the land do you own in the city of Noonan, do you think? I mean, I know you've got the county building, the courthouse, the I big know, parking that's lot. That's an interesting question. I know, I know it's probably not as hard to gauge exactly what it is. but I wouldn't say a whole lot. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, the historic courthouse, the Justice Center, the admin building, those are the big ones. And then the other big ones, probably Temple Avenue Recreation Park. Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, Claywood is in part of that. It was out in, actually in the outside the city but it's close and then I've noticed that the county has a plan to you've started moving outward some into some buildings I think the old movie theaters being renovated for some office space that's right so we've outgrown the current administration building mm -hmm. I think anyone that's been there in the last 20 years realizes that it's a challenge in building to, to get mm -hmm. in and out of and um, so we're excited we had a great opportunity to take that uh, building and renovate it and i think that's always a good opportunity to, to revitalize a building like that uh, so first quarter of next year we'll be moving uh, tag and tax office we'll be moving driver services which is currently on uh, eastgate shopping center on mm -hmm. bullsboro okay and then uh, department of veteran services which is a state function and um, the main function will be elections and registration so currently in addition to the admin building, they occupy about two or three other buildings worth of the equipment. So it's a real challenge to get the equipment out to the sites mm -hmm. and just the flow of things. So we're excited to centralize. I think people in the county are probably excited too because they don't have to come all the way downtown to, <laughs> they are, to so, take care of some of their business. So a lot of people have said, mm -hmm. you know, don't leave the city. It's kind of the, mm -hmm. but actually that property is still in the city limits. It's actually right on the edge on the east side. But so it's really okay. centrally located yeah. when you look at the county mm -hmm. you think about like you said the east portion of the county mm -hmm. and population density that area is almost kind of the middle yeah so we believe it'll be a great asset um, I'm excited for a couple things one parking there's a lot mm -hmm. of parking so right. it's a lot oh, easier yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, but also we're adding a drive-through and so that's oh, something okay. I've wanted to do for a long time for mm -hmm. elderly and those mm -hmm. people that may be disabled if you've ever watched them try to park and mm -hmm. come in the building that's a challenge so um, so you can come to the office of course you can go online now or you can do the mail-in and mm -hmm. we also have the kiosk mm -hmm. at, at the Kroger so we're looking to add another one of those possibly in the downtown Kroger okay. so, now there's only one kiosk right now correct? currently yes the one on lower Fayetteville um, our uh, tax commissioner and their staff are talking to the vendor about a potential second one uh, I believe they're in the process mm -hmm. with the state of looking at different vendors so 
Yeah, I think people don't really realize um, when you talk in growth is such a big subject and how large Coweta County is in yeah, square miles. 441 square miles. Yeah, I mean, I think we're about the size, if not larger, than Gwinnett County. And then you look at the differences in the two counties and what a good job that we've done planning the growth, even though that's such a big subject matter these days. And so yes. how do you handle that obstacle? Well, thankfully, uh, I'm appointed, not elected, so I don't get to vote. <laughs> but uh, but it is a challenge, like you said. Uh, I, I tell the commissioners the hardest matters, subjects that they deal with are the zoning cases. Mm-hmm. Um, and each year, honestly, it becomes a little more challenging because there's more people, mm-hmm. they have mm-hmm. different opinions, and there's less land. So it mm-hmm. begins to, to really... You know, you have to be very specific and strategic about what you want in your community. Well, and I've seen more people just driving around, observing and talking to people that have been here a long time. A lot of the families that are older now that have all the land, their kids come in and they're like, well, what am I going to do with 100 acres? And then that Mm -hmm. becomes, let's talk about what we can do with this land. And then, you know... It's like how do you know you can't really stop that. That's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know the the challenge is. I mean, as y'all know, in the real estate industry, I mean, Coweta is a very sought after place for mm-hmm. a number of reasons. Mm-hmm. It's a great quality provides great quality life. We have tremendous public safety, tremendous education, and the different choices of living styles, if you mm-hmm. will. Um, so, because of that, the demand has been really high. So these families, like you said, that have that, you know generational family farms. It's challenging to run a farm for the cost, and mm-hmm. you know. Oh yeah. So they're looking at the financial aspect, and when someone offers you, you know, a Top substantial dollar. amount of money. Yeah. I mean, what do you do? It's, and then it's I tell, hard. That's what I tell people when they start complaining about the growth. I said, you think about it. If you had, if you mm-hmm. had that property, what would you want to do with it? You'd want the highest that you could get for it, and obviously, it's a development, and most people are not going to come in and pay development prices. That's right. Unless they're from California, maybe. When people ask me <laughs> thoughts, I say, if you like the view, buy it, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah. Yeah, so. So as far as with the fact that the county is growing and with different developments coming up, what are the plans as far as traffic? Because it's one of the biggest things that we always get asked about, too. It's another loaded question. Right? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to resolve all the traffic issues. <laughs> no, so, uh, you know, obviously... We continue to focus on transportation. It's one of those things where, you know, we try to plan ahead, but honestly, sometimes the funding's not available, mm-hmm. or you don't want to get too far out to where mm-hmm. people accuse you of building a road to nowhere, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Or making improvements that aren't necessary yet. So, in, and in, in anticipation mm-hmm. of growth, so uh, Splost has been a big part of that for a number of years in Coweta, and of course, we attempted in 2019 to put out a, a T Splost mm-hmm. or transportation Splost that, that failed. Uh, that would have really helped to expedite a lot of the projects that are needed. Uh, fortunately, you know, we haven't really talked pandemic, but fortunately, sales tax really took a, a big uh, increase in the pandemic for us. So we're taking extra dollars that were collected then and really focusing on some of those T-SPLOS projects. So we're trying to get ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one thing that the board has done consistently in the last probably six or eight years is when there are developments that come in, they're asking those developers to contribute so we're really measuring what the impact or impacts are Mm -hmm. and then asking them to bring money to the table to help yeah i think that's what a lot of people always bring up is Mm -hmm. having them share some of the cost Mm -hmm. and then you know back to the t-splost during that time you know i thought how could you i mean i know people don't want to force tax and i get it but i look at the number of people that 
I mean, for instance, if you look at Sam's Club and Costco, mm -hmm. they call that the Peachtree City Sam's, the but it's it's in Coweta County, that's and right. so you know we love for the Fayette County people to come over and shop. Absolutely, that's it's like part a of the coupon every time. <laughs> yeah, exactly, and you know that's how. In my mind, I'm like, how could? Why would you? I mean, I don't know, but yeah. I'm passionate about the tea spots because I know what it can do, but then. I understand people that have lived here that may be on a fixed income or whatever that, you know, it just, they look at it as cost of living being more for them. Sure. So it's a, it's a sore subject for some. You know, anytime you introduce a new tax, it's a mm -hmm. difficult situation. Yeah. So we were realistic about that. Uh, we had, we thought we, you know, educated the citizens about it, but obviously mm -hmm. we, we, uh, it was a learning lesson. Mm -hmm. So I think the board may consider putting that back on the ballot at some point, but Right now, the focus is really continuing SPLOS. We've had the success of SPLOS in Coweta since 1986. Yeah, I was glad mm -hmm. that got voted back because that was a scary moment, thinking that some people were saying that it was a new tax and it wasn't. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so one, one watch, of the, watch the signs and do your homework is all I can Absolutely. Say. You know, mm -hmm. one of the things, that, again, we, we haven't really done a great job through the years because we've assumed that everyone understood it mm -hmm. is, you know, really making sure that people are aware of the SPLOS projects and the mm -hmm. benefits we have. You know, things like the historic courthouse, things like the Justice Center, mm -hmm. the fairgrounds, uh, even all the road projects, bridges. I mean, so we're beginning, and I've noticed the same thing the city of Noonan has done, is putting up some of the signage for Splost. Mm -hmm. So we're starting to put those up in key places where, you know, some of the new citizens are, to the community may mm -hmm. not realize, hey, yeah. the mm -hmm. Madras community said, oh, that's a Splost project. Mm -hmm. you know, Western Park, we're getting ready to do a ribbon cutting for, we're revitalizing that park. It's a Splost project. Where's that one? Uh, that's the Dixon Road uh, oh, okay. Welcome oh, Park. So it's that. been a, it's been baseball fields and mm -hmm. tennis courts for years, yeah. and it's been shared between the county and the school system. But okay. uh, if you haven't driven by there, I'd encourage you to do so. Mm -hmm. We're gonna have a ribbon cut in here in a few weeks, but mm -hmm. walking trails and some exercise and equipment playground. So what? Um, changing the subject a little bit. What kind of feedback will you guys? Will you have any involvement at all with the Caldwell? tanks i think they're calling it 57 mile <clears throat> project yeah so you know since that project started with noon and uh, they've been very uh, generous to have us in the conversation to a mm -hmm. degree because they realize we're an adjacent neighbor mm -hmm. um, and obviously we own roughly two acres across the street that you know depending on our future could play a part in mm -hmm. their in their project uh, then if you go another block north we also own additional real estate where the old building apartment used to be environmental health is now mm -hmm. And then, of course, they have the, uh, the city parking lot. So we have ongoing conversations. Um, I'm not sure what that future holds. Mm -hmm. I know they're kind of going through planning stage now. So, Yeah, that's, that's going to be a, a major project for the city. Absolutely. And I know it's going to take a while to decide what they're going to do with it because it's just going to be a huge decision and a huge impact that will be forever. Correct. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a big, big project for sure. Yeah, and then I know this doesn't really apply to the county, but they're getting ready to start an office building for Bonnell on LaGrange Street. So yeah, so that's exciting. Mm -hmm. You know, Bonnell's, you know, of course we have great industry in the county. You know, the Yamahas, the Bonnell's, the Yokogawa's, the, mm -hmm. um, there's several I could name, but we're fortunate to have Bonnell, and I'm glad that they've chosen to stay in mm -hmm. Coweta County and the city oh, yeah. of Noonan. So. And they've been in the same building for as long as I can remember. Yes. As long, I yes. mean, I think from the day I knew what was going on in Coweta County, I had family that worked at Bonnell. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just been a huge employer, so. Yeah. Yep. 
So what do you see Coweta County looking like in the next 10 to 20 years? <clears throat> well, if you look at the latest projections, I think they go out to 2050 uh, from the Atlanta Regional Commission. The last time I looked, they're looking at Coweta having a population of about 217,000 people. So a lot of people, that's a scary number. Mm -hmm. But if you really go back to really you know back to the 90s i mean we saw a huge surge in growth between that 1990 and 2005 period uh, about a 65 or 66 percent growth and yes it slowed down with the recession in 07 but it we were growing still about one mm -hmm. percent um i believe if you look at history that 27 that 2 number is probably realistic on that mm -hmm. spectrum so i think we'll see continued growth um I think it will depend on some of these important decisions about development. Um, I think we want to continue to offer the quality of life we have, mm -hmm. but also offer job opportunities. So we're continuing to focus on trying to raise the average wage, bring you know more manufacturing, more white collar jobs, mm -hmm. um, and being very strategic about those investments. So um, obviously, a lot of that revolves around the elected officials and their mm -hmm. decisions, um, comp plans, that sort of thing. But I think we'll, we have a, a bright future. Just unfortunately for some, the growth may be a concern. Yeah, I mean, yeah. a lot of people that I know and a lot of family have, you know, they're shifting to other counties. And I mean, and I get that because you can't really stop the growth. And a lot of people, they just want to be in a slower pace. I like being close to everything sure. and everything being around me. But anyway, but yeah. it's just the whatever your quality of life is and what that looks like. That's right. That might be somebody moving to Alabama on 100 acres or like me in a townhome, and you just have to do, at some point, some people will say it's just not affordable for me to live right. here anymore, that I can sell what I have and go, you know, two counties down. So, sure. you know, there's options <clears throat> for people, and a lot of people run from the growth, and yeah, it's, you know, definitely has its challenges. Of course, I may be jaded, but I think you... I think the residents do get to get value for, mm -hmm. for oh, yeah. service here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think there's plenty of examples around Georgia where the taxes are definitely higher. Mm -hmm. um, no doubt. And service may not be the same. So, yeah. I, you know, I'm a believer in continuous improvement, and I think we try to do that and learn and innovate and try mm -hmm. to do things cost-effective. But there are, unfortunately, you know, I do feel for those families uh, and those on fixed incomes that, you know, just the market mm -hmm. has risen and they're yeah. – it's it's hard. It's, yeah. it's a real thing. And it's tough to find. Sure. Yeah. yeah. There's as far as affordable. I mean, I think our average price range now is close to four hundred. Yeah, we're at four hundred and nineteen thousand. That's average mm -hmm. sales price. Yeah. So, people that are, I mean, you know, it's unfortunate for some, for sure. Like you yeah. said. Mm -hmm. And it's weird because if you compare that to the appraisal side, you know, we're not we're nowhere near four nineteen average. It's like probably 285, 300. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So then you got this market that's mm -hmm. really strange right now. But. Yeah, it definitely is. So, what is, as far as industry and jobs, I know the Coweta County Development Authority has really grown a lot over the years and goes after business yeah, so, in a big way. You know, for years, I think naturally, just because we're bisected mm -hmm. by Interstate 85, distribution has kind of been a uh, an opportunity, if you will, uh, but I will say for really the last nine, ten years, we've focused on manufacturing and other industry. Uh, yes, we've continued to locate some industry that's related to distribution, uh, but Coweta County's not incentivized those. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the names that people would recognize like Amazon, Goodyear, HelloFresh. Um, so there's not been incentives on the table. So we and feel I like... I ran into Kellogg recently. I didn't Kellogg, even know they yes. were here. <laughs> yes, it's another one. Yeah. 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 yeah so if you ride out to that Moreland exit, it's unbelievable. Yes. But so we're, we're growing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say the job opportunities that have created some some new opportunities mm-hmm. but we're continuing to be focused on you know raising that average wage mm-hmm. so right. manufacturing we have have some good manufacturers we have a tremendous amount of international presence in Coweta and I don't think a lot mm-hmm. of people realize that mm-hmm. so a good mixture so we're not just mm-hmm. focused on one industry yeah well back to the residential <clears throat> component because I wanted to mention this because we had this conversation the Dale Webb community that's looking to come here I had the opportunity to visit Sun City in Griffin and it's just it was fabulous and I thought I can only imagine how great it would be in Noonan and Coweta County because it's so convenient and I know the people on that side of the world we were talking you know and they were like that's just gonna be so much traffic but people 55 and older they plan their shopping trips they plan when they go to the store they're not gonna be out on the road when people are getting off work and then you know that particular Dale Webb everything is kind of there recreation walk I mean it's just kind of a fabulous in my opinion just what I've seen a fabulous development and then I tell people up there well you could get another Amazon or distribution manufacturing and then you're gonna have traffic all the time so I guess in some cases you just have to pick your poison (laughs) you're right you're right you know we have seen uh, and I know Jackie mentioned this earlier about people moving here and supporting their kids and being Mm -hmm. around their families I think around 2015 is when we introduced the RRCC is what we call it, the Mm -hmm. Ordinance Amendment for Retirement Care and Community. And we've definitely seen uh, several of those um, be rezoned. Uh, We've finally seen some of those on the market now. And uh, last year the board zoned uh, the Coulter product, the Crestwind, Mm -hmm. down there near East Noonan. And it's uh, around 600 homes. And of course, the Dell Web is a very similar right. uh, product. But and you're right; it's mm-hmm. because of its location near the interstate. I think it has a lot of industry opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's if it's not the Dell Web product mm-hmm. or something like that, you know, it's likely to be industry. So yeah, it's going to be mm-hmm. something. It's going to be something. That's for sure. <laughs> so so you just kind of, but yeah, I I love to attend the county commission meetings, just especially when top topics like that come up, just to kind of sit back in the back of the room and see what happens. Yeah, you know, I encourage people, mm-hmm. even if you just watch online, just to stay informed. I think that's Well, cool. I think people are quick to complain or, you know, it's like, just come to the meetings, voice your opinions. Yeah. I mean, you everybody listens and wants to hear what everyone has to say about it. Well, yeah. and it's about educating yourself mm-hmm. on what's going on, too, instead of just just knowing the small snippet that somebody mm-hmm. told you or just really doing your homework and finding out what's really going on. Yeah, that's the key. You know, current uh, District 2 Commissioner Tim Laster has said to me often he wishes the citizens had all the information that he has when mm-hmm. he makes the decision mm-hmm. because it would make a difference in how they feel. And, you know, we've tried to continue to be transparent and work on ways to put that information out there. Uh, one thing we have just transitioned, which I think is helpful, uh, when rezoning cases now come to the board, the staff report will, will be mm-hmm. done ahead of time. So when the meeting is set, the entire staff report will be out there for that 30-day window. Mm-hmm. Uh, used to, that staff report would come in fairly late in the process just because mm-hmm. of the timing. So the applicant, the board, the citizens will have about 30 days to review all that. So mm-hmm. I think it gives everyone a chance to kind of digest what's going on and ask questions. Right. 
So what do you see as the biggest needs for the county moving forward? <clears throat> wow, biggest <laughs> needs. Now, I think transportation is the biggest key that, that continues to come up in topic. So transportation funding, um, and then I would say for us specifically for the county is just continue to maintain a great workforce because without our people, we're now up to about 1,100 employees. And without those individuals, you know, that service couldn't be possible. What are, are there any, I mean, I know when you work city and county, I think we talk about that. What's the biggest challenge in, as far as the two working together? Or, I mean, I would say everybody works together great. Yeah, you know, we do work together great. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think, you know, currently we're obviously in negotiations of this local option sales tax matter, which is on, in mediation. Mm -hmm. Um, aside from that, I mean, we, we do get along really yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I have constant co communication with mm -hmm. the city manager, and uh, even in Sonoy, we have conversations as far east as Sonoy, you know. I know. We always seem to forget <coughs> Sonoy for some reason. <laughs> we, just, we need to have someone from Sonoy on we the podcast. We really do, because I've met the city manager down there, and yes. he's great. And he's from... He Isn't is it? from. Yeah, he mm -hmm. went to East Coweta. He did. Mm -hmm. He did. He's from. We need area. to do that because we've had the mayor of Sharpsburg, so we need to. Here's Harold's we official need to invite. Have from <laughs> 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 That's right. Yeah. That's right. We always <laughs> just think about Noonan, and then we're we're broaden. You know, we're going to broaden the spectrum and start pulling people in from other. We may have to take a do a travel show. <laughs> so one more question. So what have you been most proud of in your role? so far you know there are really a lot of things um, and as a matter of fact as I mentioned Commissioner Laster's getting ready to roll off his mm -hmm. term and so recently we sat down and listed out the accomplishments that he was part of in his 16 years and you know to look at that list was it was really fascinating and, and it made me feel good because you think you just come to work every day and you're just busy but to see those listed out um, there are a lot of things I'm proud of. You know, our people is something that really matters to me. Um, but in terms of service, one of the things I'd probably say is we implemented a uh, mental and behavioral health program through our fire department called Coweta Cares. Mm -hmm. And I guess I'm proud because it's very innovative at the time. Uh, there's probably not a lot, another program in the state at the time like mm -hmm. it. But uh, we partnered with, um, again, Coweta Fire Rescue and Pathways. And so now we have a paramedic and a counselor on board and we're responding to these calls where people are having just, you know, mental behavioral issues. Mm -hmm. And traditionally, what would happen is fire, EMS, and law would show up, and they would kind of point the finger of who's going to deal with the situation. And they would either end up in jail, which is not where they need to be. They would end up at the hospital, clogging, you know, there, mm -hmm. or, um, you know, potentially not getting help. And so I'm proud of that and, and our team. We've, we've just ramped up now offering uh, three units or 12-hour shifts. And so I think it was a big need in the community. It was timed right with the pandemic because it seems like everyone's just kind of still reeling from that whole situation. So, Well, hopefully with that being said, one day we'll be able to get a behavioral hospital. They've tried for so many years mm -hmm. and it just hasn't been accomplished. Yeah, you so. know, the Pathways mm -hmm. campus, they opened up, of course, this considered outpatient but mm -hmm. they stay full that's for yeah, sure yeah yeah so. no doubt well we appreciate your time and thank you so much for coming today michael thanks yes. for the opportunity thank you so much and if you like our podcast people need to subscribe or yes, like indeed. or share or share like and you know better yet come 
talk with us. Come join us. <laughs> reach out to us or reach out to We Clay. won't screen you too bad. <laughs> well, I'm Jackie Robertson. And I'm Joy Barnes. And we, we are, are Between, Between the Jays. Jays.